How's it going, lovebirds? This is Derek Brown Jr. again, back with episode 8 of the Good Relationships Podcast. I'm going to get right into the topic as usual, and the topic for today is going to be how to make a connection with anyone. Anyone. So, not just your significant other, of course you should have some connection with them, but anyone. What I'm going to talk to you about today should work for anyone. And the reason I say that is because we're a lot more alike than we think. You know, we may all come from different backgrounds, but you can guarantee that there's something that we connect on. There's something that we all have in common. Even if you're like, you come from like the worst background, the poorest part of the world, and you meet someone who comes from like the richest part of the world. If they, if these two people meet, if they talk or spend enough time together, then they'll find that they have certain things in common. Even if they don't speak the same language, they'll have some things that are in common. So keep some, keep that in mind. Like whenever you're meeting these people in life and you're like, man, I don't, I don't think I have anything in common with them. I don't even want to try to approach them because (laughs) one, you definitely will find something in common with them. And two, you should, you should take your time and try to get to know everyone because you never know just how much they can impact your life or how much you can impact theirs so so how do you find something that's in, that you have in common with anyone so let's let's put the example of you um being in college or just really walking any place publicly and you see someone and they're sitting on a bench and you want to get to know them you want to approach them and you don't really know how so if you're purposely trying to get to know someone and you don't know who they are you've never met them before then you first have to mentally tell yourself like I am not harmful to this person this person isn't harmful to me and the reason you do that is because if you don't and you start to have like some kind of nervous thing going on inside (laughs) then it's going to it's going to give you that aura and people are going to be able to feel that energy so you first want to you know de de like let your guard down you want to let your guard down first you want to um, take down any guards that you have and then you want to tell yourself like positive things like if I do approach this person there's nothing that could possibly go wrong the worst that could happen is them telling me like, oh, I'm, I'm not trying to talk to anyone right now. I'm not trying to um, spend my time uh, <laughs> talking to someone new. I don't know. But rejection is basically what I'm getting at. So that's the worst that can happen. And rejection isn't a bad thing. It's something that if you get rejected enough, you start to get comfortable with it. And I'm not telling anyone to go out there and say shoot for rejection every time. You should always shoot to um, to win. But you should be comfortable with rejection, especially if you're looking to approach people and become their friends or to approach someone to ask them out for a date or something like that. But um, <laughs> once you get that positive mindset and you tell yourself, like, there's absolutely nothing that can go wrong. I'm only approaching this person to promote something positive And uh, I, I know that this will go ro- go right, then you should have enough confidence to go over there and talk to them. And if you still don't have the confidence, then just <laughs> make it a game. Make it a game with yourself to say, okay, 
Um, if I don't go and talk to this person, then I owe myself 100 push-ups or I have to buy this person dinner, someone in your family, some friend, or I have to give this person a hundred bucks or five bucks or whatever, whatever pain point you have to create for yourself to slowly start to break down the fears that you have approaching people. But anyways, once you get past that point and you are able to approach people, strangers or whatever, then you you want to kind of spot out something that they are wearing or something about them that you can kind of compliment or something that you can kind of open the conversation with. So, for example, if they have nice shoes on like Nike's or Jordan's or any kind of shoes that you may like, if you really like that shoe, then that's a perfect opener. You can go up to that person and say, hey, I really like those Nikes that you're wearing. I love Nikes. So right right there, you've already created a connection between you and the person and you've opened the conversation and you've also let their guard down because you've created some something that's in common with them. So that is just one example of something that you can use to open that conversation with them. And that can work with almost anyone. I've done it multiple times in the gym. <laughs> I've done it multiple times in different scenarios to approach people that may have seemed scary at first. And then once you once you start to kind of open that dialogue, then you'll realize like, oh, OK, this person isn't as, as scary as I thought. And then you can you can take the conversation from there. Usually you can steer it to wherever you want to. Um, so. Where do you want to steer it is the question. Do you just want to be friends with this person? Do you want to ask this person on a date? Is this person of the opposite of the opposite sex? That's that's something that you can, you know, determine by yourself, but I'll I'll venture into both of them. So if you just want to be friends with this person and you just want to create a solid connection right off the bat, then once you open that conversation, you find that connection with the person, then you simply want to um, build like a, a deep sense of trust right off the bat. And how do you do that? So what you want to do is you want to ask questions. You want to ask questions that they don't seem like quite deep at first, but these are questions that allow people to really open up. And they're, they're, they are open-ended questions, essentially. So what's an example of that kind of question? An example of that would be you approaching the person, you say, hey, I really like those Nikes. Um, I, I really love Nikes myself. Where did you get those from? And then they'll talk a little bit about where they got them from. And then you can say, oh, well, are you from here? Or have you always lived here? And that in itself can break open to, oh, yeah, I'm from here. And if it does, then you can say, well... Are there any are there any stores like that around here? Could you show me around sometime if you're not from the area? But if you are from the area, then that's another connection. And you can go from there. And if they ask you a question, they say, oh, yeah, I'm from here. Where are you from? Then I give you a chance to open up and give more about yourself. So I, you can probably see just how easy it is to kind of steer the conversation where you want to. 
and if it's somebody like I said, if you really want to build like a deep friendship with this person because you you just feel that energy with them, um, if it's a person that you're looking to date, then it's so easy to say, well, hey, you know, I really like your energy. I really like the vibe that you're putting out. I really like um, what you've told me so far about yourself. Would you like to continue this conversation another time, maybe over coffee or maybe over drinks or wherever? And that's where you'll kind of get that yes or that no. And then you say, well, would you like to exchange contact info and go from there? And that's kind of that's kind of a way to like lead into a first day for a romantic relationship. So I won't get into like what to do on those dates quite yet. I'll save that for another episode. But I'll go back to if you're just trying to create a long lasting friendship with this person. So if you're trying to do that, then it should be a lot easier for you to stick around and kind of like share more about yourself because you you should feel more free and open anyways because you don't have any like uh, intentions of dating this person. You may not even have that nervous feeling of being around being around them and your intentions are just to be friendly. So naturally you're going to give off that friendly aura. So with that being said, you want to just continuously ask questions, like ask a lot of questions, really listen to what they're saying. And that's the real key. The key is just to actually listen to what they're saying. Because if you listen to anyone, then you'll you'll be able to actually find that connection between you two. And once you find that connection, what's it, what it's going to do is going to create a sense of excitement in your life. <laughs> because you're going to find someone who does relate to you at in some point. So it's not just for them it's for you also because if you do if you're in the middle of a conversation and you find something like okay yeah they have Nike shoes you love Nike shoes and then they bring up basketball out of nowhere then if you're a basketball player and you love basketball something is going to click in your brain like some neurons are going to fire off and you're going to be like okay yeah I love basketball and that's going to get you excited that energy is going to be displayed throughout the dialogue that you're and that you're in the middle of. <laughs> so once you do that, you're like, okay, this guy likes basketball. What what else do they like? Um, and if it's a, you know, if it's another girl that you're talking to and you're a girl, then it's like, okay, wow, they love to go shopping. They're doing this. Um, it, it doesn't matter. It can be a guy and another girl and they, they're saying things that they have in common too. The, the real key is just really listening to what people are saying. And to do that, you have to be, <laughs> you have to be really careful. You have to really care about what they're saying. You have to be really careful not to allow yourself to go into your own mind and kind of jump ahead of the conversation. And what do I mean by that? So by that, I mean, <laughs> when we're when we're in conversations with people, sometimes we're not even listening. <laughs> sometimes we're distracted by what's around us we may be distracted by things that we're worried about in the future that we're anxious about we may be distracted by things that are in our past that we're worried about we may be worried about where we're about to eat but most of the time we're not truly present you know we're not truly listening to what is being told to us and that that it can create like a a lot of miscommunication one but two 
it doesn't allow you to fully accept a person that that's trying to talk to you that's trying to communicate with you it's really a lack of communication in my in my opinion so what do you have to do you know one you have to first decide that you want to be present in the conversation and then two you have to not you have to not jump ahead of the conversation in your mind so you can't be be like telling yourself like okay I know what I'm going to say before this person says or I know what this person's going to say once they finish you, you you should be prepared but at the same time you you don't want to be so caught up in your own mind about what you want to say to this person that you're that you're distracting yourself from what they're saying because what they're saying is super important and what they're saying is important because if you're listening to what they're saying they're going to understand that you're actually listening and that you actually care and that's the real key to making that connection with someone so it's being present in the moment then it's actually listening and once you're listening you'll catch the things that you have in common with these people and then you can run with those things and say okay yeah this is what I like about those things also or you can just continuously allow them to like just spill out their heart or spill out whatever information they have about themselves and you can just keep listening you can keep asking questions and you can just keep allowing them to really just keep telling about themselves because sometimes that's all people need like sometimes people just want someone to talk to and tell their day or tell their feelings or spill their emotions out vent (laughs) they just want to kind of just let someone see who they are because everyone likes to share who they are everyone likes to uh, tell something about themselves and to see other people be excited about what they're listening to so if they're telling themselves like okay I just met this person and they want they were first a stranger and not only did they approach me and they they saw something that they had in common with me but they also took the time to listen to my story and once they listened to my story, they found more things in common with me. I know if I'm that person, I no longer will think of you as a stranger. I'm going to think of you as a close friend and colleague. And I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to kind of put away what I was doing at first. And I'm going to actually want to listen to what you have to say, too. And if you're a salesperson, this works really good in sales also, because if you if you're if you're also in ministry and you're you know out to spread whatever truths you have in the world or whatnot whatever you're trying to share with other people the best things that the best technique I've learned is literally just caring about what other people have to say first and just listening to them because once I do that it's not the fact that they feel like they owe me they just <laughs> they just want to show me the same respect that and and care that I showed them first. So you you want to let them share whatever they need to. And you'll be thankful if someone does the same thing for you because there's there's times where we also are glad that we meet a stranger and we like we connect with them. It's always a story that we tell our families like you'll never believe I'm you know who I met and what we talked about like that they have so many things in common with me especially if it's somebody that you can kind of see yourself dating and 
that that's just that's an amazing feeling when you finally meet a stranger like that and you connect with them on such a high level because a lot of us feel like we're so much different than everyone and when we do meet someone that's similar than us it it really excites us because we know that we can experience life with someone else in a different kind of way and once again I do feel like the truth is that we aren't so much different we just kind of naturally look at the things that we want to look at in certain people. We kind of choose to see certain things and we kind of classify those people as being certain things that are different than us. But if you really choose to take the time and get to know someone, you can spend an hour with someone and find out so much. And I guarantee you'll find at least one thing that you have in common with them. And there's just kind of like this... Um, this scenario that I've heard multiple people talk about and it's basically like if you put two people in a room for a long enough amount of time like maybe even 24 hours if it's two people of the opposite sex it's like they may find out that they have so much love for each other just in 24 hours because they had nothing else to do but to kind of share their energy to share their um their lives with each other and when you do that with somebody it's like you of course of course they got closer of course they got more connected of course they became more uh, close and free with this person and I'm sure you can think of a time right now where you met someone um, a stranger and you spent like a certain amount of time with them maybe on a flight somewhere or a train ride somewhere or a bus ride and you 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 realize like wow this person was awesome like this person is is cool I can I'm still I'm still like reaching out to this person throughout life seeing how they're doing seeing how their family's doing keeping in contact and I only really met this person and talked to this person for like an hour or two or you you like see someone and you're around them um you, you've been around them for a majority of your life maybe you grew up with them in school systems uh you you kind of know these people's families but you've never actually like taken the time to get to know them and you see them like later on in life and there's an opportunity where you actually do get to know them and then like everything that they're telling you kind of like <laughs> shocks you because all the stuff that you saw on the outside, it, it's like it, one, it doesn't match up with the stuff that they're telling you because you didn't really know that person. You just kind of knew of that person. And that alone is like so much to say that we should take the time to get to know our classmates. We should take the time to get to know the people who are around us and we not we are not yet close to them because what happens is we see these people we see like what we think is happening on the outside and we create these assumptions and we create these lives for these people without even going into their lives or even asking about their lives and it creates it, it creates like um a certain kind of story that we tell ourselves and and with this story, when we're around these people in person, we treat them a certain kind of way instead of the way that it should be, instead of the way that it actually is in their life. And, and a good example of that is there's people that are around us constantly throughout throughout the day that may dress a certain kind of way. They may speak a certain kind of way. They may talk a certain, you know, they may like talk to certain people a certain kind of way. They may like um, have a certain kind of look that you just naturally assume is something that isn't true 
you know, and the, the term for what is the, the saying for that is, you know, never judge a book by its cover. And that's so true because I've met people who I never thought would be millionaires at first when I first got into investing. And then you find out that they're some of the most wealthiest people. And then I, it completely changed my paradigm. It completely changed the way I thought about people in general, because you never know what people know in their minds. One, two, you never know like how caring or how good or how positive a person is just based off of their experience. You know, someone can seem kind of mean based off of how, what you assume for them to be, how they look, but then you go to meet them and they're the most nicest caring people in the world. And it works the same way because for you, I mean, it works the same way for you because there's people who may look at you a certain kind of way and you may wonder like, why why do these people look at me like this? Or, or I wonder what they're thinking about me when I dress like this. And then it causes like these insecurities that, that, you know, that we shouldn't have to their, they cause us to create stories in our mind that, that aren't true, like these lies and whatnot that we tell ourselves. So we should, we should never really go into a situation judging people or really even listening to what other people are saying, saying about people, because you, you only know once you step into this person's life and find out for yourself. So that's what you have to do. If there's so-and-so who's saying this about this person that you only know of, but you don't know, don't just take, you know, anybody's words as, as the, like, (laughs) the thing that's going to make it true. Like, don't, don't just accept whatever they're saying, because you may meet this same person and you find out the truth of who they really are. And then, then you realize like, okay, nothing anybody else is saying is true. So what does that say about all the other people who are saying those things? And that's why I say you really have to be careful about <clears throat> about listening, you know, when you listen to other people, because not what every what everything says, what not what everybody says is true. And it's what we make ourselves believe that's true. So if you believe something that someone says about someone else, that's your truth at the moment. But as soon as you go talk to that person, then you find out a different truth because you know that what they're saying is far more factual than what the other person is saying. So you're going to believe it. You're going to have a different belief, which is going to cause a new truth for you. And I hope that makes sense. So back to um, (laughs) connecting with anyone. Once again, the, the key is really. Just finding something that you have in common, which you have something in common with everyone. Everyone has similar interests. Everyone has, um, there's probably certain foods that we like to eat. There's something that we, that connects us all somehow. It may be music. It may be, um, singing. It may be dancing. It may be martial arts. It may be working out or fitness. It may be healthy eating. There's so many things that can, can connect us. It could be politics. It could be um, psychology. There's so many subjects that we all like to, you know, explore and dive into. And most of the people uh, throughout the world have, you know, similar experiences. And if there's people who are um, on the opposite side of the spectrum, it's like you still have to remember that it's all a spectrum. It's not like a a, a defined thing where everything is just going one way and the other way. It's like we're all on the spectrum and. And we do have something in common with someone, even if we're 
so different in so many other ways. And the best example I can give about that is the fact that um, it, growing up, I was into um, <laughs> I was into anime. I was into books. I was into cartoons. Really, really crazy. I was into chess. Um, I was into writing poetry, but at the same time, I was also into basketball. I was also into working out and fitness. I was also into um, personal training, like training people. I was into um, working hard. I was into like making a lot of money. I was into entrepreneurship and investing. And I was also into like ministry and whatever. Like I was into so many different things because I, and I and I was able to connect with a bunch of people because of that. But even so, I had like these interests here that maybe the athletes didn't uh, have any kind of connection with me in terms of like cartoons and stuff. But I still had the connection with them in, in terms of basketball. And I was and I was really good at these things, too. I was really good at multiple things. And so it allowed me to really connect with people on different um in different ways and what I would do is if I had a connection with this person in basketball then I would only (laughs) I would only stick to basketball with this person until until I knew that I can trust them with everything else and in the last episode you'll you'll know that I, I say that like once you really really want someone to deeply understand you you want to share everything that you have that you have in your life with these people because that's how you could dive deeper. But if it was a friend that I knew was really only interested in basketball, I would never ask them to come over and play video games with me or watch like cartoons or whatnot because I knew they wouldn't be interested and it probably wouldn't be the best use of their time at the you know at that time. But our connection with basketball stays strong because I would build our friendship based off of those things and I would constantly be bringing up like different basketball players or different basketball teams or different basketball moves and so our friendship still grew just as much as my friends who did enjoy video games, cartoons, anime and stuff like that because I would only focus on those things with those people. So I hope that makes sense there too. And when you're when you're when you're really <laughs> When you're really trying to build these relationships, you're really trying to connect with people, then before you even start, before you even start these friendships, you really want to go in with a a clear mind. You really want to go in with the intention of of uh, of care and love, because these are people that have their own lives. These are people that have their own dreams and their own like path, their own direction. So if you're going into someone's life, please go in with love and support and care because you can you can play such an impactful role on on anyone. Like you can play such an impactful role on someone and you could only really be in their life for like five minutes or five years or five decades if you live that long with them. So it's like Whenever you you really go into any conversation with anyone, please go in it without judging them. Please go in it with love and care, compassion, and please go in it with a a um you know a, a fast ear. Like please go in listening to the best of your ability, because I promise you, you will create like some of the most uh, craziest connections with people. And I challenge you to go out and meet more people. I challenge you to give more people chances to you know step in take a step into your life I challenge you to dive into more people's lives and really 
kind of take the person who's been on the outside of your circle and kind of reach out to them and get to know them more because, you know, I feel like life is so much more about experiences than we think. And um, it's cool that it, we have so much time in our day. We have 24 hours. We all share the same 24 hours. And it's like, why Why is there so, you know, people that have a large amount of connection with people and then there's some people that don't, that don't. And the cool thing is, it's like both people who have those things, it's like they're going to live really fulfilling lives as long as they they keep that care, love and compassion with all of these people. Because you can have someone who has two solid friends and they really invest with these people to the best of their ability. And then they live such amazing lives with each other. And then you can have the same person who can invest in like 50 people's lives, like people who deal with different kids uh, throughout their, their lives, teachers and whatnot, who like can invest in, in, in impact so many different kids' lives. And, and then these kids can go in and impact other people's lives. And then they go on to be, I don't know, um, senators and the president, I don't know, anything, like anything, because these are the people who invested in them and they took the time to show care and compassion in their life. So that's all I got for you today. I'll see you on the next episode and please look out for the next few weeks. We're going to have a bunch of cool topics, especially the ones that are coming up um, called red flags and dating relationships. So I'm going to have different individuals on as guest speakers. They're going to give their um, <laughs> they're going to give their stories. They're going to give their experiences with red flags and we're kind of just going to go in and dive into different red flags and relationships and and hopefully these are things that we can either avoid or we can even set up some kind of um, comments to where we can we can kind of talk about why these aren't red flags to some people and why they are red flags to others so please look out to that and yeah as always stay blessed not stressed